Sports Network. This show brings the temperature of sports to a whole new level. Whether it's a local opinion or a national agenda, everything is fair game. Remember, everyone has an opinion, but only few can back it up. Now sit back, crank up the volume, and if you think you can handle it, get ready for the heat. Welcome in everybody to the Heat Ratio live show that should be on location at Steam Pub in beautiful Bucks County. But COVID strikes once again. Uh, unfortunately, because of some circumstances, we will not be live. Obviously, you see we're back in our own personal space right now. Not a big deal because we will be live next week. Keep it locked as always to our page. It will either be the 11th or the 12th, looking like the 11th right now. We're going to be there every Tuesday. So much to talk about. So many fun things planned. We got giveaways next week from Yingling, from Prime Roofing, from the Bobblehead Museum. You get a Sister Jean limited edition bobblehead of Joe Leonardi. Uh, bobblehead limited edition. You got some Prime gear. We got a prize pack from Yingling that has a six-pack of the old-school style of Philly beer, the Philly's emblem, the maroon of the beer, Aranola shirt, a Yingling baseball, a Yingling glass, a backpack, and a nice little program compliments of yingling america's oldest brewery so when we get into this we got a ton of topics to talk to but i want to just say thank you again to steam pub for their hospitality even though we are not right there right now but go check them out obviously at steam pub on all social formats and make sure you check us out there next week as well but i'm joined by the flyer and ice guys as you know you know we have a ton of shows on this network but heat ratio live heat ratio sports getting hit by COVID as well we got a lot of people down right now so word up to everybody get well be safe be be healthy like i say at the end but we're saying at the beginning that's the most important thing but i'm joined by nick tosti nick the scout i gotta get these names dan old school green nikki nuts as always i'm tony jicks Alcatillo, and let's get this thing rolling as you'll see scrolling at the bottom there'll always be our sponsors there'll be different things as you see you know check out steampub.com again they have some interesting things. We'll talk about that later, where we're talking about up-to-the-minute live taps. So we'll get into that later on. But, fellas, listen, we come back from the break. Our man Adam already checking in. Adam, as up, always, man. what's up? Wow. Well, Adam. another wow. show live member, right, in quarantine. I'm not saying Al's quarantine, but it feels like we're all quarantined, right? Uh, but, listen. Somebody put a hit out on COVID, please. What's that? Can somebody put a hit out on COVID, please? Listen, man. Tired of this, man. I, Kill it, it we'll, already. We'll Jesus. get through it. We'll get, we'll, we will get through it, right? We'll Ugh. get through it just like we do. We will persevere. But here's what we want to talk about first because we got to talk about the, the team that takes over. No disrespect, guys, to the Flyers, but the Eagles own this town, right? They own this town. And so many things to talk about. All the dominoes fell. And I'll tell you what, it was a perfect Sunday, right? We were able to watch the Eagles win. Then we were able to watch every domino drop after that to get us a playoff clinching berth, which is huge because they've been hit by COVID as well. But I want to ask you guys, number one, you know, we talked about Sirianni. We talked about Jalen Hurts. 
you know, Jalen Hurts has just clinched a playoff berth. That's a big deal. I don't care. This is his first year. Say what you want. We're throwing last year out because it was only five games. This is his first year, and he's leading you to the playoffs. Nick Sirianni, who we thought, I thought was a dope in the beginning because he couldn't talk. Then all of a sudden, here he is, right? Just like Doug Peterson, right? But what I want to ask you guys is, number one, are you concerned with these slow starts? Because that's one of the biggest things that, you know, Playoff time is different. Playoff football is different. So, Dan, I'm going to come to you first because you know as well as I do, it's a different style of format in the playoffs. So, number one, are you surprised that we have been able to clinch after a two and five star? And number two, are you confident that they'll be able to make some waves in the playoffs? Obviously, when you start off two and five, um, you're going to be shocked that you turn out to be nine and seven. So of course that being said, and and I know you play who's on your schedule, but they caught some breaks with some COVID moments where we played some piss poor quarterbacks, which, which, which helped. So the schedule fell into our lap as it were. And you could even say, well, it fell into the lap and they took advantage of it. But you just referenced those brutally slow starts where against some really bad teams, they they made the games unnecessary nail biters. And you talk about playoff football, I'll say just throw in a solid team in the middle of this run and it would have been a different story. But the one thing you just referenced, playoffs being a different animal, what is very important to do in the playoffs? Run the football. Weather, wear and tear, that's going to be our strength. Now, keep the formula going, Nick. Don't outthink yourself. Run the football. Because we talk about an unbelievable offensive line, which it is. It's not the greatest um, pass-protecting line. Often when Hurts goes back to pass, he has to scramble to get out of trouble. Maybe that's because he's holding the ball too long or not going through his progressions and he just wants to run. But they are a way better running offensive line than they are pass protecting. So if you have the ability to run the football down the other team's throat, you have somewhat of a chance. Am I overly optimistic? No. But you get in, anything can happen. Look at the New York Giants of yesteryear. And that's the key. And like Mike says, Mike, as always, brother, thanks for checking in. Either way, playoffs or playoffs, it's good to get it under their belt. Absolutely. It's playoffs. Yo, Nick, the scout, Tassi, this is playoff time. And like Dan said, running the ball, but it's a whole different animal, man. I don't care. And we'll get to it anyway. It's the box, right? We're we're most likely we're going to play the box. And we're going to play Tom Terrific, right? But. This is a team that's given up 156 yards plus on the ground. So they could be run up against. So, Nick, what's your thoughts on this, man? Well, you know, we we did our, our, our little shtick last week when we were talking about who's the next team that could win a championship out of the four power, you know, four uh, professional sports teams in this town. And, Tony, I think you and I are on the same page. You know, you make the playoffs in football. And then, you know, you have the path of least resistance as opposed to other sports. You've got to win two or three games and then it's over. That's it. It's done. So um, I, I have confidence that Nick Sirianni will make the adjustments necessary and put together a good game plan to be competitive and possibly win some football games in the playoffs. You know, I think this fan base needs to be excited. 
that were there. Um, you know, we, we can't just be Debbie Downers saying, yeah, well, at least we made the playoffs. It's going to be one and done. Let's go out there. Let's root for this team. Let's have their back. Um, that's going to be real important, you know, because the psyche of this team right now is very high. Um, they've got a lot of confidence going, going into what I guess is going to be Tampa Bay, assumedly, unless uh, something else happens this weekend that might change it up. And, and it could possibly, I think, maybe be Dallas back to back. But I just want to say one thing. We all there were very many people that were behind Nick Sariani earlier in the season, especially when we were when we were two and five. But, um, you know, the results weren't there early on. But what was going on there was growth under the soil. And there was a flower (laughs) and the roots were growing out and the roots continued to grow. And we wanted to see results and we're starting to see results. And we got to be patient with this with this coach and this and the rest of this team and fertilize and water and have every individual do their part, which they've been doing. And that includes the fans. And I think we could be surprised to where this goes. Look at Nick, man. He's given right. He's got that, that playoff mindset already. I I love it. And I was a big, big disbeliever, big non-believer of Nick Sirianni. I, I, I really was, I'll be honest, but I like to eat crow. I always said this. It's okay to be negative. It's okay to be pessimistic. And then if it works out, it's a win-win. We all want Philly to win. So if Nick becomes a good coach, that's a great thing. Shut me up, Nick. I'm good, right? I am good. But Nicky Nuts, I, I know you were you were going crazy, man. I know you were going crazy when the Eagles clinched. I know you were happy, man. So what do you think, man? Playoffs, are, are, are you hyped up? Are you ready? Does it matter who we face or what? Yup. E-A-G-L-E-S! We're in the playoffs. Playoffs. That's right. I said it. The playoffs. Rookie coach going to the playoffs is a huge, huge step for this guy. Nick, I loved him on the on the sideline this week. I mean, I thought he was pushing the buttons. Now, Gannon, he needs to pick up his defense because that defense looked atrocious coming out of the game. I mean, how your players are not ready to play to start a game. That's the same problems the Flyers had. And you know who got the yank there? Um, yeah, so AV got tossed because of that. They could not get a good start. And that shows coaching. But that being said, I love Nick now. After that, after last week's game, I love him. And I'd love to give a shout out to Steam. They were awesome. I'm sorry that they, uh, Got hit with the COVID. Once again, this COVID has to be taken out once and for all. I'm over it. I'm over the testing. I get tested every day, every week for my job. It's just, it's somebody needs to put a hit out on this thing. I'm done with it. And I, 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 as far as the Eagles, I think I love Dan's comment about running a ball. I think the NFL is actually changing a little bit. I think they flipped over to the run problem run if you notice a lot more running has been done in throughout the teams in the nfl this year they've been doing a lot more running than they have in the past and i think they're seeing the um results from doing that in the nfl and you can't just pass the whole time so i think the nfl is catching up and they're running i mean look at look at new england they ran they have one game where they only passed the ball three times and they successfully won that. 
So, you know, it, it, I, I love running the football. I think that is one of the key parts of football. And I think that this, I don't want to say new age football, but new age football is pass happy and teaching the kids just to pass. I want coaches to teach running the football, run right behind your linemen. That's what they're there for. And the linemen love running. That's their, That's what they enjoy. Passing is just getting beat up all day. So I think the NFL is changing a little bit on that aspect of it. And I, I got high hopes, man. I'm ready to go, baby. Playoff Eagles. You got high hopes. He's going to Harry Callis on us right now. He's going to start breaking out the high hopes. I don't know if we'll win, but I'm I'm hype. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. Brady can be beat, right? And and, and let's face it. My mic is a good point. You know, he's down to wide receiver options, too. And, and we got to bring this up. I just got to ask you guys. I mean, had, did, did you ever see anything that, like, we witnessed in that game? I I, I mean, honestly, I – I've been watching football a lot of years. I know you guys, between the four of us, we we probably have over 80 years of, at least of combined sports watching. And I've never seen an act like that in a professional game. I, I mean, I, I just, I know the guy has some issues. And, and I don't want to comment on whether it was, you know, was it Arians pulling him out of the game or was it him? But just to be, I mean, he was doing jumping jacks. He was doing jumping jacks, it, it, you know, during the game in the end zone. I couldn't believe it. I'm a big red zone guy. And I watched Scott Hansen, and Scott Hansen didn't even know what to say. It's like, what the hell's going on here? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, Nick, did, Nick Tossi, did you ever see anything like this? No, not not in professional sports. I I never have. And honestly, Tone, I feel bad for the guy, man. Like I think. I, I hope he gets some help because obviously there's some mental issues there with AB and, you know, he's just not completely stable and th- the guy needs, the guy needs to get some help. And um, I hope he does, man, because it's just, it's crazy. I mean, you don't, I don't, no one even knows how to explain what happened. Um, apparently uh, from, from what I understand, he was within, you know, eight catches and 300 yards or something like that of, of in some incentives and and he felt like he was being benched and and that was going to be taken away from him. But still, man, to react like that, you know, on a team that's a Super Bowl contender, you know, Super Bowl defending champion, and then, you know, to be a Super Bowl, you know, repeat contender and you and you go off like that, man, I just, oh man, I just, I hope, I hope he gets some help. I really do, man. Um and, and I am not afraid of playing Tampa Bay. And I don't think anybody in Philadelphia is afraid of Tampa Bay. And I don't think anybody on this team is afraid to play Tampa Bay because this is a city of Philadelphia. And we're not afraid of anybody, man. We accept every challenge. And I'm looking forward to them lining up against Tom Brady and the defending Super Bowl champs and showing them what we got. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, 100%. We are not afraid of the big, bad Tom Brady Bucks, right? We're not. We're not afraid of the oldest coach in the NFL. Arians. And one of the biggest things is it is, we all know this. It is extremely hard to win back to back Super Bowls, right? It's extremely hard, especially when you're 40 plus years old. 
Okay, your body. I don't care if you have Giselle at home or not. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're the the best yoga instructor in the world. You're still going to be hurting, right? You're still going to be hurting. Now, Al says nobody thought we would win over seven games, and this season was only about hurts. And we are now in the playoffs. Whatever happens will be a bonus. Let's go, Birds, Al. I am going to tell you right now, me, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I say at least nine wins this year from the birds, maybe 10. So I was all in on this team only because the NFC East sucks. And I really thought that Jalen Hurts could become a threat, dually running and passing, which is obviously what he did this year. So 100%. Now, Dean checking in. What's up, Dean? He says, hey, guys, happy New Year's to all. all you know. Yeah. Is this, wait, is this a flyer nice? This, this is uh this is my good friend Dino. Yeah, love he's, it. A, he's a Flyer Nice supporter. I love it. Look, I got the Flyer Nice guys with me tonight, man. I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, Sunday Locks Texas says Tampa Bay squeaked by the Jets. Come on, bring them on. Yeah, Sunday Locks. Love it. I, I watched I, the game. I watched the game with him. We loved it. Oh, it good great, stuff, man. It was great. Adam again. Thanks, beat Brady already. Absolutely. Listen, we we know Brady's. Uh, is Brady going to shake Jalen's hand? That's the whole, is he going to shake Jalen's hand? Because he doesn't like to no. shake hands, right? We all know about that. 100%. So let me ask you, Dan, Tell if me. they, if they, or should I say when they, because there's not 50 50. I'm a realist, right? This is not going to be a, 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 you know, a pushover. It's going to be a hard game. As much as the fan in me says, oh, we're E A G L E S, we're going all the way. I also know that I'm a realist. This is the defending Super Bowl champions. This is a veteran team. This is a really good defense, even though they've been beat over the last few weeks. They still have some ridiculous linebackers. They still have Vita Vey in the middle. Okay, they still have a lot. So, Dan, do you think that they, if they got past this, could we start looking at future opponents and say, you know what, maybe the sky's the limit for this team? Well, if you win your first round game, that would that would shock me. And then I would have the uh, mentality of anything is possible for sure. Um, it goes kind of back to what Nikki Nutt said, though. Uh, until I see Gannon make adjustments with this team, I mean, th- let's face it, it not, if not for a t- horrific overthrow and a great diving interception, I mean, they were marching down the field on us uh, to potentially win that game. So, you know, Gannon's got to step it up. He's got to get more aggressive. We've been saying that all year. Um, We haven't seen a good quarterback in ages. And now they will finally see a good quarterback, regardless of who the first-round opponent is. And real fast, Tone, you asked about Antonio Brown. Have we seen anything like it? Yes. Not since Ned Braden of the Charleston Chiefs. Doing a strip tease act at the end of that hockey game. Bring it out, Ned Brady. Have we seen anything Dan. like that before? Wait, 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 wait. What? Help me out, Dan. Nick, Nick, he, Nick the scout. Help me. Help, help. Ned Braden's from uh, the movie Slapshot. If you recall that scene where he did a strip tease at the end, but uh, he he kind of lost his mind at the end of that movie. So it reminded me of a little bit of Antonio Brown, who, by the way, his teammates and Antonio Brown are now claiming he was upset that he was asked to play with a sore ankle. And then my my answer would be, then why would you do jumping jacks in the end zone? <laughs> that's why he's old school, man. That's why that's why we do, do push-ups like instead. What's that, Nick? Should do push-ups instead. Yeah, or crunches. Do something, right? Right. Do something. Uh, Dean says good teams bet lucky and know how to win, man. I like I like it, man. 
I like it. Uh, listen, apply all sorts of different element. I'm loving every minute of it. 100% because we just we just never know what we're going to get from the teams that are there. Uh, uh, that's one thing for sure. Um, so, guys, real quick, why yeah, do you yeah. – now, now, I mean, the whole city sees what's going on with Gannon and this defense and why they're not aggressive and why we're not blitzing. I mean, you know, as we're watching it at the bar with my, my Keith that just upped in Sunday locks. And, we're, and it's the same thing. It's over and over again, the same thing. I mean, do you think it's just that he – it's got to be that he doesn't have the confidence – in his linebackers that they're if they blitz, they're just too slow to get there in the amount of time they need to get there. And they're just, le- you know, you're leaving, you're basically wasting players out of a play, losing them inside, you know, inside the defensive line and then opening up all these gaps behind you. I, I mean, what, what, what else could it be? I mean, does anybody, can anybody get in Gannon's head and, and try and figure out why he's not getting aggressive when he needs to be aggressive? Uh, are there any the only, answers? The only thing I can think of, and pardon me, Tone, no, is, go ahead. no, I'm I'm just thinking out loud. Go ahead, bro. You know, even even the um, it's a false narrative because when we get the occasional um, color commentator referencing how we've got one of the best defensive lines in football, that's not right any longer. Yeah. Well, who, who's um, that? Uh, Fletcher Cox, Hargrave at the beginning of the year was all over the place, but I think he was really relying on his defensive line getting to the quarterback he that i think he he clearly doesn't like the blitz but you listen to seth joiner who i have a lot of respect for there are ways to hide your blitzes and potentially deal with yeah when you blitz in theory someone's going to be vulnerable on the defense there's no doubt about it that's why you never blitz an aaron Rodgers because he will expose you but if you can't blitz a Heineke and a and um, a Fromm, are you kidding me? You should be blitzing them all day. So, um, yeah, there's clearly he clearly is um, concerned probably about um, his backers, maybe even some of his uh, uh, safeties. But the bottom line is, if you can't disguise a blitz, you shouldn't be a defensive coordinator. No, I like it. I like it. I need. I, I just for Dean. I know he just checked in and he talked about a man To we all we all remember this, right? I mean this this was this was front page news. This this was national TV. But hold on for a second. My now, this is what happens on the show when we do something live. Now I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm sitting here. I googled this picture real fast. Got it on here for you guys. Once they brought it up, what's this cat doing with no shoes on? Is that a reporter? And flip, flop, and flip flops behind all dogs out there, like pedicure. Am I stupid? Please tell me that's a neighbor or something. Yeah, it has to, it has to be. I guess we got flip flops behind him, and uh, yo, uh, first of all, sliders I, too. Just full transparency. I hate feet. Like I think, I think those Jesus sandals should be banned. I want nobody's dogs hanging out, and that dude definitely should not be having dogs hanging out. So I gotta, I, I gotta get this off of there. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> like, what is it? Yo, our buddy Vinny checking in. He says, "I think Gannon has found something in turning Jannard Avery loose. Something to watch the post." Yo, Jannard Avery is a specialist, right? He is a spe- He's a guy. You know, he reminds you of Mazia Brandon Graham, right? You know, before Brandon Graham became Brandon Graham. But remember, they had KGB in Green Bay. Another pass rushing specialist that he only came in on third downs. They used them sparingly, but if you don't overexpose guys like that, 
I think that could be key. But you make a great point, Nick, about Gannon because he is the guy. Like he, to me, he's very inconsistent. Now, you know, Dan mentioned it. I'm a mentioned it. Could be the talent. Adam mentioned it. Could be the talent behind him. You know, maybe he's just not. You know, he, he doesn't feel comfortable leaving. You know, his secondary vulnerable. Now, I don't know about that because I think they're vulnerable. I mean, they're not vulnerable. I think they've played very, very well. So I think if if anybody. You know, you're going to trust Slay, right? Rodney McLeod fine. looks like he's finally back. And we all know that's an ACL injury. It, it takes time. So it Maddox. looks like he's finally, right? He's finally coming back. But Nicky Nuts, man, what like when we talk about Jonathan Gannon, are, are you all in with this cat or what do you think, man? There's a lot to go into here. Um, <laughs> so for one, Gannon, he didn't even put the pressure on the defensive line to start out with. And they still had wide open passes the whole first quarter. That is why he didn't blitz is because they were getting exposed in the secondary constantly. They had wide open dumps. I mean, there's a reason why he was 11 for 12 to start. I mean, he he had wide open dump ins. I mean, right in the middle of the field, it was a wide open wide receivers. And as far as A.B., he's a perpetual child. He's always been a perpetual child since he came in the league. And that's a reason why he still isn't with the Steelers, because Tomlin said, I'm done with you, too. And he, he had enough of them. Eight seasons, he said, I'm done with you. You know, you could you, just go away. Go away. I don't care if you go away. Just go away. And he... He has always been like that since he came in the league. He's always thought he was better than he was. He always thought he was at the top echelon of people in the league, and he always deserved more. He always wanted more. I mean, when you do disrespectful things, disrespectful things are going to happen to you. And he's reaping what he sowed, and they said, peace out, see you. You're not getting another ring from us. As far as Tom Brady is concerned, dude, that guy impresses me every time I see him. Every time I see him, I hear him. And every time I he passes the ball right to the right spot, that last throw was unbelievable. That was one of the most impressive throws I've seen. And he had zip on that puppy, man. I didn't think he had that in him. He really had a lot of zip. Can we beat him? Absolutely, we can. We've done it before, and I believe Nick can do it. So, that being said, we'll see. So, our, my man Scott checking in. What's up, Scott? Happy New Year, fellas. Happy New Year to you as well. Giants finished 9-7 or so in both of their Super Bowl win years. Yeah, it got hot at the right time. You just never know. Go Birds. That's it. I mean, it's a great point. Uh, you know, as we close this Eagle segment out, it, it, it is because – Listen, David Tyree, Amani Toomer, you start naming these names, guys that got hot at the right time, that, you know, we're, we're, we're there. I mean, listen, who would have thought Eli Manning would have been able to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? Uh, is Jalen Hurts going to be able to? You just never know. You don't know how these dominoes are going to fall. It's get in and see what happens. So, And, and Tone, if you, yeah. if, you re, if you recall, and that, the, the, that was, you know, the first Super Bowl Eli won was the year that the Patriots were undefeated. But do you remember the first game they played was a juggernaut Green Bay team with led by a, a second year Aaron Rodgers, I believe, or after and uh, 
They won in, in, in that unbelievably frigid, cold weather game in uh, Green Bay. And that was the most impressive win of the two Super Bowls that Eli won. That game in Green Bay, for me, was his greatest victory ever. That's Because I'm not an Eli fan. I think most of his career was flukish. The Super Bowls were flukish. But that game in Green Bay was not a fluke. He played outstanding football. To your point earlier, you win that first game, anything can happen. No one thought they'd win in Green Bay. The Giants. Now you're right, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's a great segue. You're helping me out as I'm my, my I'll be here all week, here, man. <laughs> help me out. I love it. Uh, my man Drum checking in. Look good, boys. Drum, rest up, buddy. Get well. Hope the family is doing good. Can't wait to get you again here at Steam Pub. We're obviously remote right now, but again, check out steampub.com. We will be there next week. Uh, we had to push it back. Check their real-time draft uh, draft beer list. If you follow them on Twitter, at Steampub, they actually tweet every time they put another beer on tap. So you got real-time. Awesome. You have real-time draft beer list. See what is tapped and how much is left. So go get them a follow. And their burgers are to die for. Mm, yes. Burgers. Big, Absolutely. big time. Big time selection. Awesome. Uh, my man, Jason, Jason, Jason Lee Scholar checking in from uh, PHL 17. Check his show out. Uh, the great sports show that he has. He has different guys every single Friday night. I love it. 1130. Uh, forgive me. I, I'm pretty sure it's 1130. Got a lot of things on my plate, but I'm almost positive it's 1130, Jason. But as always, he is amazing. Does some great, fantastic work. I appreciate you checking in. Sunday Locks. History has shown the only way to beat him is pressure him. Gotta need to step up. Want to get to all these comments. Vinny. Vinny, what is up? Vinny, been a while, man. Thanks for checking in. Gannon's biggest issue is giving quarterbacks easy throws, allowing high completion percentage. The Eagles have no chance if they revert to that in the playoffs. I, I Listen, I can't. I, I stand uh, right by you, Vinny, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean checking in. Dan is the man. Nick is good, too. Great show. Uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers, great conversation. Hold that. Because this, we're gonna. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go right into a conversation, okay? Because this was brought up, and this was brought up by, by our good buddy Al Half Court Heat Heat Ratio Sports. Okay, he brought this up, and I thought it was very, very intriguing. It is: Is Aaron Rodgers better than Tom Brady? Is LeBron James better than Michael Jordan? Do rings trump skill? All this based on the fact that the latter will always have more rings. We want to know. So basically, you know, we just talked about the magic, man. We talked about Mr. Discount, double check himself. Mr. Aaron Rodgers just continues to get it done. Right. Tom Brady, though, is always going to have more rings. So it's a very interesting conversation. I don't even want to get into LeBron and Michael will be here all night because I'm a Michael guy through and through. We kind of looked at that last week a little bit, but that could be an entire show. But what I want to ask you guys, I'm going to go right to Mr. Tosti when we talk about Aaron Rodgers. Better than Tom Brady, based on skill, not rings. What's your point on this, Nick? I mean, listen, based on skill, I mean, but when you break down skill, I mean, there are so many things within the rubric that define skill, too, right? So I got a question for you, and I got a question for Al. Is Aaron Rodgers the greatest quarterback to ever play in his own franchise? I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying Brett Favre is. Listen, I'm not, but you can make an argument for it. I mean, when you talk about just passing yards, you forget about just playoff games and, and Super Bowls and all those things that give that really kind of take these quarterbacks from being really good to Hall of Fame elite status. And obviously, in my opinion, it's Brady and then there's 
some other quarterbacks there. You can't discount Drew Brees out of the conversation. You can't discount Peyton Manning out of the conversation. You can't discount Brett Favre out of the conversation. Um, but again, when you talk about Rodgers and Favre and Manning and Brees, you know, when you talk about Rodgers, I mean, he's he's like 55,000 passing yards where Brady's at 85,000. So, I mean, you're, you're talking about like almost double. Um, so, you know, and I, and listen, it's a great argument. It really is. Cause Aaron Rodgers is spectacular. I mean, the guy is, when you watch him, the eye test is just like, if, if you were looking at the eye test and you saw Brady and you saw Rodgers, you'd be like, man, this guy, this guy Rodgers might be better. But when you, when you put everything together within the rubric and the skill set all comes together, I think it's really hard to say that he's better than Brady. He's definitely up in the one a category with some of those other quarterbacks, but I, you know, Brady to me, Brady's the goat, and it's gonna it's gonna take a whole lot uh, for somebody to pass him. And I think Rodgers would have to do what he's doing for at least another five years to be in the conversation. See, I agree with that one hundred percent. As much as as much as people want to hate on Tom and talk about all, you know, listen, Aaron Rodgers again. He, you know, he's not the perfect guy either, right? You know, and that's what you know, really Al says: fifty five thousand yards, four hundred forty seven yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. And a ridiculous so, only 93 picks. It is. That's it's incredible. That is. And and here's the best part that I always say. And I'm gonna bring we're gonna bring Dave in here in a second. I'm gonna get his take on this. My whole thing is we're so blessed that we've been able to watch these guys in their prime. And I know our parents and our, you know, our relatives will sit there and talk about back in the day, Wilt Chamberlain and Johnny Unitas, and but I don't think they had the amount of talent in all four sports that we've had in our prime to be able to witness. I mean, we talk about basketball and we go Kobe and AI. You still got to give it to LeBron and Michael, right? They, I know you guys have the, you know, hockey guys, right? I, I get it. You know, I, I'm going to go on a limb here. Obviously, it's Gretzky and Lemieux and, and Yager. I'll even say like Brett Hull. I'll, I'll guys like Steve Ayers. Great eight. SEA and Sergey Fedorov and, and Pavel Bure and Patrick Waugh and Mark hey, Procorsi. I can get a hockey, hockey talk, David. <laughs> right? but, but that's the thing. So I do want to say we're blessed by that. But those numbers are, are, are ridiculous. And we're going to bring Dave in, our man, Mr. Glechter from 4th and Go Heat Ratio Sports. Dave, we're, 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 we're talking about the Brady versus Rodgers concept here, man. Help us out, brother. Let, let, let us know where you're at right there. I'm probably the wrong guy, man. If you're a Rodgers guy, this guy, he should have won way more Super Bowls than he had with that arm. It, he has really lacked in the leadership uh, department for me. That's where Brady excels. Nick said it earlier. There's a lot more to that rubric. Brady probably has all these special tangibles that Rodgers never had. And I mean, I love him. We're lucky to be blessed by him. But listen, he's 11 and nine in playoff games, one and five in NFC championships, right? There's a stat out there flying around. He's 0-42 when trailing against a winning team in the fourth quarter. If I got to play the Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions two times a year, I might yeah, have right. 93 interceptions. But I'm just saying he's a really, really good quarterback. But he's nowhere near Tom Brady. It, it's just not there for me. Now, you know, you win a bowl this year, you got a ring, and we're going to start talking. But it's still going to take some time. I agree. I, I, I agree. Nikki Nuts, where are you at, brother? I'll answer this question really quick. Hell no. He is not better than Tom Brady. Nobody is better than Tom Brady. I don't care if he has a platinum arm. 
He's not going to ever be better than Tom Brady, period. And that's all I got to say. Now, nah, <laughs> listen, that's that's easy, right? That that's it, it's it's simple. I I completely agree, one hundred percent. Sunday locks like it says, Rogers probably more talented, but Brady yeah. mindset and preparation second to none. That's a great point. That because mindset point. and preparation, we talk about the great Jerry Rice all the time. Nobody had that work ethic. Nobody had that preparation like the great Jerry Rice, which is why he was so great and played for so long, a la Tom Brady. So I think, you know what, Dan, what's going to be interesting is what happens after this season because Aaron Rodgers, it's all about here for Aaron, right? He's always been that, you know, mentally he's a little off right we're talking about the guy who sends christmas presents back to his family second day airship because he doesn't want to open them all because he doesn't talk to anybody right so we already know who this guy is so dan this off season you know i, I i'll throw this to you just this to you personally is he a green bay packer in 2020 so wow but you're right on the spot man you know i think and maybe dave could help me with this you know, Devontae's also Devontae Adams is also a free agent. And I think they'll tag think, him. They're gonna I tag th- him. I think that has a lot to do with it. I think I think that may be married at the hip. Yep. They are so I I think I think he stays if Adams stays. And if they franchise tag him, I think he stays. If they I'll don't like somehow, then I think they try to pull a uh LeBron James move and try to tag team somewhere together. But um, I think he stays if Adam stays. No, I like that. I do. Mm. I like it. I think you know, for me, Tone. I, 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 I think he's gone. I mean, why why are we having stories in week 16 when you're 13 and two or, or 12 and three about you know where I might play next year? I'm happy here, but maybe I'll play here next year. I don't know. I won't make it long for you guys. I'll think about it, but it'll be quick. I swear. Uh, it, there, there's where there's smoke, there's fire. I think this guy's yep. mind has been on this exit plan. And you know that funny story out there? I think the most of Green Bay quarterbacks ever played is 18 years. I think he he would beat it, I guess, if he played one more year. But there's just some weirdness with him. You've already you guys have already said it. Even if they tag Adams, I feel like he'll leave because he'll be mad at them. Um, because nobody likes to get tagged. So I just feel like where there's smoke, there's fire. What about you guys? I, I think he he trashed the whole organization yeah. when it started the season. I mean, he literally opened up the book and said, this guy didn't do this. This guy got this. Yeah. That guy did. He literally opened it up and said, guys, I'm not doing this anymore. He's playing out his contract because he's a stand-up guy, and I think he's gone. I think he's going to the highest bidder, and I think that bidder is going to end up being Steelers. Yeah. Mm. That's just wow. my prediction. You said the Steelers? Yep. Wow. That would That would be interesting. That would be really, really interesting. That's it. One thing's for sure. It's going to be a good offseason. It's going to be interesting. Yes, absolutely. Three first round picks for us. It's going to be great. Well, for, yeah. For I don't know how he doesn't screw that up. Uh, yo, man, listen, we're, we're going to talk about that next week, but I think <laughs> now he needs to get a little credit here, man. I think we I were agree. talking him a little too much. Now he's got to get some credit. Uh, but right now, what we would do, and I'm going to throw this up anyway because I work my ass off preparing somebody's reads, okay? So this would be our first trivia question of the night. So this is going to be next week, okay? This is going to be for one of the giveaways. It's brought to you by Prime Roofing. You see the hat. All right, South Antipine, not only do they rescue your roof, but they get it done right. Visit them today at primeroofingpa.com. 
Com. We got Prime Roofing Gear to give away for the specific question, all right, which will be next week. So stay tuned for that specific because Dan Old School Green's got something really good cooked up uh, for you guys next week. So we're gonna we're gonna slide right into some Sixers talk, and and we gotta touch on this, okay? We we we, we really do. So Joel Embiid continues to cement his legacy. This dude is an absolute stud. We talked about it in this town. Without every ounce of sweat, he's laying everything on the line, just like AI did back in the day. While he keeps the Sixers in contention, Ben Simmons is out getting inked up, getting tats, getting engaged, getting locked up. You know, all of a sudden now the mental instability is gone, and he's living it up, right? So it just shows you how much of a, a joke that entire thing was. Are you finally done with Ben? And not only that, let's give a special shout-out to that fraud Tobias Harris again now all of a sudden Tobias wants to argue with the fans now he wants to yell at people don't clap I'm just gonna have a special message for Tobias it's very simple because all you need to do is play basketball for what you're getting paid to do okay understand that when you suck we're gonna tell you you suck Okay, and when you're good we're gonna tell you you're good and when you're great we're gonna tell you you're great stop playing into it because now now we're going to have an issue with two guys on this team. So right away, this is what Dave, I, I, it's killing me, man. It, it, it's killing me because I want to rip Tobias out of the screen myself. I want to take Ben Simmons out of L.A. and bring him in my basement and give him peace of my mind because I want to <laughs> I love him it. kill himself on the court, kill himself. I'll tell you what, Dave, what do you think, man? He's, he's done some work. Joel Embiid's put in some work, especially, and it's not even with a shot. His pick game and his screen game is really improved. So, Dave, what's your take on this whole Sixers pass, man? So, first with Toby, uh, he needs Boban back, man. He needs some, he needs some love in here, man. He needs to bring the big guy back in a bag of goldfish because um, it ain't ever been right since Bobby left. And, uh, you know, it, we, we gave him a pass. I really, truly believe we've been giving him a pass for a year and a half, two years now trying to get this guy on our side and you're right tone all you need is to put the effort forth hey if we're going to boo you, you you own it you own it own it for a reason we're not booing you because we we want you to suck we're booing you because you are sucking now own it and, and fix it and be better and um he just doesn't seem to have that right per uh, like that that drive that personality that 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 we love here so toby's got a rough sledding uphill these next few weeks to really buy back the fans. I'm with you. His play has been really under-impressive, underwhelming, especially when you have Ben out. Now, for Joe, uh, my biggest thing has always been can Joe's great in the first quarter backing his guy down, dominating the paint, but it's a game wears on. He tends to back his guy up farther and farther out, and he starts to get the post plays probably 16, 17 feet with the guy on his back, sometimes even as far as the three-point line. I think he's fixed that a little bit this year. His endurance may be a little bit better, but – Really, his mental focus to really – he knows he can win the game in the paint. Don't have to rely on that three-point shot. We like it once in a while. And I think he's really become a much better, wiser basketball player, a guy that knows that how he can control the game simply by backing down his opponents, creating that space. And Tony, I do think you're right with the screen game as well. It's very similar to that backing down, controlling that space. It's so key when you have a guy that's you know, that dominant down low – to take that once he's pushed out the three point line, forget about it. the play's over. Um, so Joe's been a, a amazing, fantastic. It's so fun to watch, and it burns me every day watching this Ben Simmons news because right now we're losing years, we're losing games, 
off one of the best players we've ever had in this franchise's history. It, it, you could easily put Joel in the top five already. Will Barkley, AI, he's right there. Doc. And uh, we're losing years, and it's sad because he's playing awesome. He is. He, I mean, he gets it, right? That's the thing. He gets it. And, and and we've talked about this before. By him getting it, I mean, he understands what it takes now. Right? He says, Dave, Dave, who you got for the – so, Adam, <laughs> here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to check into that betting for breakfast show with, with my man Joe because I, I, I can't let us get the college football talk out We here. will have it Saturday. We right, will have dude, a turn I love betting for breakfast, dude. Yeah. Hey, nice little week last week. Let's keep it rolling. But I definitely uh, – I have a pick. We'll put it that way. Nice. I'm it. in. Dean says, <laughs> see you guys later going out to get some shades. We're just starting calling you the Hitman, man, because, I again, Wrestling God, Brett the Hitman Hart. That, yeah. That's who you remind yeah. me of, right? You got you to <laughs> take them off. You got to put them on again. So we're going to do that at Steam. Right, we're gonna, when we're at Steam next week, Dave's gonna have to take them off and put them on a lucky fan, man. Awesome, yo! Can, can, I get them? can I be a fan? I want to be a fan, then. Yeah. I want to be a fan. I want the glasses, damn it. Oh, yeah. Adam, Adam says macho, man. Absolutely. Uh, Sunday Lock second says Maury has to get a deal done. Simple as that. Yes, they mm -hmm. are wasting Joe. This perfect point, Dan. I think you feel the same way, right? Oh, absolutely. The only thing I, I want to ask, we talked about this a little last week. Dave was a proponent that the smaller market teams would die to have a guy like Ben Simmons. So do you see it happening at the trade deadline, Dave? Or do you think this is going to leak throughout the year? I do think it happens. I, I think, you know, you get to a point where these teams, if they wait a little longer, these small market teams, they lose that half-year mm -hmm. eligibility. Um, they want to get him in, see how he fits, see how if they can really start to deprogram him and reprogram him their way. So I still do believe it happens this year, even if some teams are out of contention and they just really want to start shaping their future. So I think there's still value. I think it gets done to the trade deadline. That's when people's prices go up a little bit and you get a little bit more value. Why push the button now for some of these teams? I, I think it gets done. I wish it got done sooner because trade deadline's a little later this year. Um, I think it's end of February, so – we're going to sit on this for a little while. Would yeah, you take Jalen Brown for a trade oh, for Simmons? Uh, yeah. I heard I, I heard that rumbling that, uh, that, that, that there was conversations of that. And I don't know, man. I, I, I think I know, they man. need anybody other than Simmons. But <laughs> I don't think Jalen Brown is going to be. Listen, I, I listen, think he's I, too long in the I love Jalen Brown. But I love Jalen Brown with two good knees. Yeah. Right? And that's the biggest issue. You're you're already taking a guy who can't play back-to-backs. You're already taking a guy nice. now who has chronic yep. knee issues, right? So I agree, though, Nick. Anybody's better than what we have. Right now we have nothing, right? We have nothing, and we're not going to have anything, right? So if half of Jalen Brown, what I mean is half a season of Jalen Brown, is what we get, I guess that's what we have to take. I I still think that there's room to maneuver with some of these other players, like like a, a Halliburton from Sacramento, like a Shy, you know, from Oklahoma City. I I still think there's room to maneuver because once these teams come out and get out of contention and they start getting hit and they look at the salary caps and they, even though there's really no cap, but they start looking at what they have to spend, you know, it, you know, future wise, something's going to give. 
And, and that's when somebody's going to step up and say, you know what? I can do something with Ben Simmons. Even though I, I think he's completely done, I don't care who gets him. He's going to be the same kind of player you're going to walk on eggshells, and that is something, I, obviously, I don't think we want to do at all, right? I, we really don't want to do. What's up, Nikki? So let me ask you, would you extend – would you try to extend Joel Embiid now? They're, try to get him that max max contract now. And they they recently extended him for another. Oh, he he's already a lifer. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. think you think he would? No, they already they 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 gave him a big contract not long ago. Yeah, he's he he's already in. He's a lifer. I thought yeah, he was not, only for not. another two years though. Was his contract? Wasn't it? It looks like till. The end of the 25 season. So, what, you still got three yeah. more after this? Three more. Wow, yeah. so I would so, wait at least two years to even. I thought he had two more years. How old is That's why I was like, would you jump on that and try to lock him down at this point? Is price he 20, versus... 28? Is he 27, 28, Joel, right now? So, you figure, yeah. you know. 27. Tw- right. So, you, you know, you're 30. So, yeah, I mean, it, the problem with Joe, he's a big guy, you know, and, and he comes crashing down. Every time I watch him, he's falling all over the oh. place. He's so goofy sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, but again, speaking of goofy, here's our second trivia question of the night. That will be a trivia question next week. Brought to you by mm-hmm. National Bobblehead Hall of Fame. Who houses the world's largest collection of bobbleheads? They're located in Milwaukee with, you know, in Wisconsin, okay? So you can actually go there, but you can go to their site right there, bobbleheadhall.com, and get a virtual tour. Every single one of their bobbleheads is serial numbered. It's limited edition. Every single one of them. I'm, I'm working on them now to get some gritty bobbleheads to give away as well. So that, that will be fun. And this is a good segue to our Jigsaw Chronicles of the Week. And last week, we talked about shopping cart violators. And we're going to get in the same realm because this week, after Christmas shopping, we got to talk about parking <laughs> lot violators. And, and when we talk about parking lot violators, Mr. Tossi, there's so many violations that we can get on these people. My main thing is people that don't know how to park in between the lines. I'm one of yep. those guys that want to park far away. I don't care if I got to walk a half a mile. I want nobody next to me. And then when I come out, now when I park there, nobody around. I come out and there's some like Chester child molester van <laughs> parked next to me. With, with, with the, the, the mirrors are duct taped. I can't see anything. And he's parked halfway on the line. And I can't even get in my passenger seat. Like, why? Do, do you do it on purpose? Like, why do you do that? That annoys the freaking hell out of me. That's one of the things. And the other thing is the people you, you walk by and they're waiting. Like, I want that first spot. And, and I don't know if they're psychic, right? I don't know if they have psychic powers, right? But the thing is... They watch people walk out of Target, and I think they they psychically say they're gonna park. They're they're gonna go in this spot right here. They put their turn signal on. They stop traffic for twenty minutes, wait for this person to pull out just so they can get that first spot. Noise ahead of me, Mister Tossi. Do you have some parking lot violations? Well, the latter there, Tone, with the the people that are waiting for the spots. I actually don't blame as much. For the people that are in the cars, getting in their car, knowing it's a packed parking lot and people are circling around trying to get to where they need to go. And they're sitting in their car for 15 minutes <laughs> with the brake light on, the reverse light on. Oh, the reverse light's on. And then I'm right. Oh, the reverse light's off again. 
And then what happens? I don't know. He gets out of the car. He's got to fix something in the back or whatever. Like if you're have a conscious, like if you're in a parking lot and it's crowded, I experienced this last week at a restaurant locally here in Newtown. The parking lot was completely packed. I was circling around for 15 minutes. I dropped oh. my wife off and I'm trying to get in there. And then the, the guy gets in the car. It's dark. It's raining. Gets in the car. All right. I got my spot. You know, and I'm not trying to get in the front row. I'm just trying to get in the parking lot. And like I, I did, I did what you know, I did, I did the waiting game for, and not that long, just like a minute or two. And that's fine. Well, the brake lights on, like get out of the parking spot. Like you just, you probably just went through the exact same thing yourself. Like have a little bit of respect for somebody else that's trying to get that spot. Have a little bit of awareness that you know you're not the only one around. Let me, let me, let, let me get him. Cause if it's me, I get in my car. I'm like, I'm, I'm rushing to get in my spot. So this guy doesn't have to wait. Like, I don't want to have somebody go through the same thing. So I think that's the biggest violator right there. The guy that sits in the spot after he got in there for like 10, 15 minutes, just totally oblivious to what's going on around him. They're the, violators. I like that, but, but, but then you raise your hand off. Let me ask you this. How about the, the halfway parkers? To, oh, to, or the right stick yeah. To bank on what Nick says, you're sitting there because you think they're backing off. And no, what they're doing is they're backing off halfway just to straighten their car out and pull back in. So you yeah. you, you missed all the other parking spots because you thought that was one, and now you just got screwed. Yeah, it's, a park, it's a park tease. Now, <laughs> the, the other two that infuriate me is when you when you have it lined up, you've got that connection with the – passenger that's actually leaving the spot and you got it locked in and that schmo comes around the corner and goes right into the spot that's like that's that's where you get parking lot rage that's when you do to wanda and and how how many times have you seen that expensive car blatantly take up two two Mm. spots they deserve to be keyed just just oh yo Yo, now we're talking about keying cars. <laughs> oh, I haven't, I haven't done it. I don't have the courage to do it. But when it, when, when a, when a, when a BMW or Mercedes or whatever takes two spots, they park right on that line, dead center, because don't get my car dented. You know, don't, don't have, uh, you know, the the van that parked next to Tony come anywhere near me. Uh, that, that's a little frustrating when I when I, I can't stand that to me is uh, entitlement and arrogance. I can't stand that. Dan went keyed. He went. went. <laughs> Andre second. And what's up, Andre? Well, not keyed. I've it. never done it, but I wouldn't yeah, mind seeing got, it Dave? to those cars. You got any violators, Dave? Yeah, I mean, my big one is I and I like to just park and go. I don't the first spot I see because by the time I get through the doors, those guys whipping around seven eight times are still looking, but. Big ones for me are the big trucks. I have a medium truck, not bad, but if you want that F-150 extended cab and stuff, park far away, man, because if I park next to you, I can't see anything when I'm trying to get out. And you already took up two and a half spots in most of these places. Look, you want the big wheels, just park far away for us. Take your three spots somewhere else, and and it's fine. I just don't need you, you know, trying to creep as close as you can get. Nobody can see around you. You're sticking out half the lane. I love your car. Just park far away. Just park far. Just yeah. park far. Right? You want the well, big wheels? <laughs> pay the big boy price. Whoa. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, and, Al, then eating, Al, and then eating in your car, too. 
Yes, yeah. Al's got a good one. What about going to Wawa for over 10 minutes and you're parked at a gas pump? Yeah. No yeah, good. Well, hold on for a second. So this is a catch-22, though, right? So what if you're afraid that, you know, your account's going to get hacked? You don't want to use your car at the pump. You want to go in and pay, right? But 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 what, what are you supposed to do here? Say you want to get a sandwich, too. So are you supposed to go in? You can't go in and pay and then pull to the spot. You got to pay for the spot that you're in. You got to go pay for the gas, pump the gas, come out, be, get done, go park in a parking spot, go back in and order a sandwich. See, I, listen, man, I'm be straight up honest. My life is too friggin' crazy. I ain't got time for all that. All right? I, I got to go one shot, one shot deal. So if I'm if I'm a violator, I apologize. I'm just going to blame the Wawa staff for not making my meatball sandwich too quick. Uh, it, it is what it is, man. It should be that should be a slam dunk. Right, go in, classic meatball, little shorty, little little provolone cheese, little grated cheese on top. You're good to go, right? Even though I haven't eaten that in a long time. But Nikki Nuts, you got any violators, man? Yes, I have a lot of violators, and the gas thing is definitely a violation. If you don't need gas, and you already got gas, you should not be going inside to shop. There's other people that need that gas, and when we had the gas shortage. There's a hundred people walking from the store with a with basically just did their their grocery shopping at Wawa and they're coming out and they're at the gas and then they expect everybody to be like okay no that person needs to be told you're a jerk off and you need to move just that has to be done my next thing is handicapped parking a guy that has a child that's disabled and you walk up to a you you see a handicapped car that doesn't have any of the signs on there is still parked there. I mean, for the love of God, have a heart. I mean, that's all you got to do is care about the other human being in the world that may not be as fortunate as you. That has to be stopped. It drives me bonkers too. And the other thing that drives me bonkers is the people that park on a diagonal in one spot. Like, that's going to help you at any point in the day of you being parked diagonally in a spot. I mean, you're not doing you favors. You're not doing the guy that's trying to get to his car that your bumper's basically touching it. It, it just – the whole parking aspect of the world needs to be changed. They need to go to a different system altogether, and <laughs> and let's move on. I, I, it, listen, just, listen. I got a theory with the parking thing as we clean this up with the diagonal parking. I just think the world is full of idiot drivers that have no clue how to drive. Remember when COVID, they weren't really testing anybody because you couldn't sit with a pastor with the instructor. They were basically just like free flow and giving people out licenses. Yep. Right. They were just giving them out. Like, oh, here you go. Here you go. These people can't even steer a wheel. I have no idea. Did you ever watch some of these people try to park? Like, I'm like, what in God's name are you doing? They back up. They got 50 feet behind them, and they stop because they think they're close. That's because they ain't got a clue. They have no idea how to drive. That's nope. the problem. So we're living in a scary world on the road, boys. That's all yeah. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it's a very, very scary world. But let's get into our last topic tonight. And, again, brought to you 100% by Steam Pub. Go check them out. Visit Steam Pub dot com beautiful box county we will be there next week 
uh, in live, in the flesh, right? Will we get the real-time draft list while we're there? And again, just so you guys know, anybody who comes out, so I just want to explain this real fast. It's the way it's going to work, right? We're going to be, you, you've been to other shows. It's going to work the same way. We will be up on the stage. We will be doing this right here. We will be live. So you can follow on your phone. You can follow from home and you can follow live to show you sit close enough. You're going to hear us loud and clear. You hear me, you hear Nick. We're pretty loud. So we're vocal, but we're going to be out and patrol with the audience as well. And we're also, listen, you want to talk? We got a microphone, man. We got a microphone. You got something to say. You're going to come up. You get right on this screen in one of the boxes, and we'll let you say your piece and, and say what you think because it's all about fan engagement, and we're going to have a blast. So, as always, check us out and check Steam Pub out as well. So, we're going to check this last segment out, okay? And this last segment I think is very, very intriguing. And, again, this will be our third trivia question brought to you by uh, Yingling. America's oldest brewery, from their traditional lager to the all-new flight. They have a beer for you. Visit yingling.com for new products. And, again, this is the Phillies prize pack that involves about seven different uh, items of paraphernalia of merchandise that you'll absolutely love. You don't want to miss it. It's a great giveaway, and thank you for yingling for that. But speaking of Phillies, that's why we did it third. This is going to be the last topic tonight. We want to talk about our man, J-Roll. Jimmy Rollins, uh, in my opinion, one one of my top three Phillies of all time. Honestly, I know everybody going to argue with that. It's okay. I, I love J-Roll. I, I am one cocky SOB. Trust me. I don't get the name Jigsaw for, for no reason. Believe me. And listen, I'm wrong sometimes. Okay, I, I'll admit it. But I loved the moxie of Jimmy Rollins. I loved when he said we were the team to beat. Uh, when the Mets supposedly were the team to be, remember that was the Johan Santana years when you know he was he was in his prime, right? So I loved it, and I love everything about Jimmy. And I understand he had his issues where he wouldn't run out some plays, and you know he was lackadaisical at times. But here's a guy who really grew into an unbelievable special player. And, you know, the moments he gave us will live deep in the hearts of Phillies fans forever. That being said, he's on the ballot for Cooperstown. Now, I understand he's got some time. All right, but but I want your guys' opinion because we have some really strong baseball knowledge here. And, and, you know, whether it be just passion, whether it be statistical data, Jimmy Rollins for the Hall of Fame, for me, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I I, I get we're, we're going to talk numbers, right? And we'll probably look at all the shortstop. You know, we, we brought this up at who we'd kick out of the Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago, and there were some really good names brought up. Okay, really good names. So Dan Green, Mr. Old School, this is a perfect topic for you. Number one, you are the baseball historian. You are Mr. Old School. Jimmy Rollins, Cooperstown, 2022 or beyond. Where are you staying? 400 stolen bases, 200 home runs. How many shortstop have ever done that? Only Jimmy. 200 home runs, 2,000 hits. Yep. Only Cal, Derek. And Miguel Tejada. Now, Miguel Tejada deserves consideration, too. That man yep. was a beast. 2,000 hits, four gold gloves. Should have been more than four. He's a much better fielder than four gold gloves. Only Ozzy, Aparicio, Vizquel, and Trammell have done that. The quadruple 20-20-20 club. Only Mays and Granderson have done that. He's an MVP winner, a World Series winner. The only negatives are his war, 47.6, is well below the average. And his 264 batting average right. isn't great shakes. But ultimately, hell yes, 
Phil Ruzio's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, again, that's a reason why I went to Dan right away, right? He gave us the stats right away. Yep. I mean, listen, that's what you have to look at. But, you know, sometimes, you know, we're so passionate that we we honestly look past that. We just look at what – because we watched him day to day, right, Dave? We watched him play since his back part. We watched him play the vet, right? We watched him grow in front of our eyes. And he was so exciting. I mean, the, the moments of Jimmy Rollins, the, the game-winning hits of the ad, right, the game-playing saves. I mean, the, the, you know, that double-play connection between him and Chase Utley yeah. – was unbelievable, it, right? It was a thing of beauty, Dave. So, have any problem with Jimmy Rollins out in the Hall of Fame? No, but it's going to be beyond. So, if you ask me, it's not going to be this year. The this Alex year, Rodriguez man. is on the ballot, so I think it's going to be tough to put two shortstops right there. There's a lot of other guys I think get the votes this year, but I think Jimmy Rollins going forward, two, three years from now, he's going to get his call, and then rightfully so. I think. You know, you mentioned, you know, sometimes he would drive us crazy, a little lackadaisical here or there. But you know where he was never lackadaisical? In the field. Those four gold gloves, his ability to play defense at the highest level at shortstop, we've never seen it since, right? He's he just we're, – we're still fighting to see, you know, a shortstop that has a glove like that. And he was just amazing in all aspects. I remember being fortunate enough to go to a lot of the playoff games back in what we're calling the golden era. And he roped one against the Dodgers. I forget who it was was their closer back then. Brogdon. Brogdon? Wow. Yeah, it hit a gapper. I was sitting in right field, hit a gapper um, in the ninth inning to win a game in the NLCS. The guy was clutch. That was the other thing I could always remember about Jimmy Rollins. You know, there were, you know, he'd lead off a game with a homer. He might go quiet for the next six, seven innings, but if he needed a big hit late in the game, I wanted to stick in Jimmy Rollins' hands. And I, I love J-Roll for all he did and all he's ever done for this team. I can't wait to see him enshrined in Cooperstown one day. And hey, maybe I'll even go because it's that special to me. Jimmy Rollins was yeah, that that's guy. awesome. He was that, that guy. Like, yeah. That sounds like a heat ratio sports road trip to Cooperstown. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, Dave, Jonathan Broxton, the guy that stairs also took the. That's it. Yep, yeah. you're right. Dead on. That's it. Yeah, I thought you said Broxton. I'm like, no, I, I did. And then I, I'm yeah. thinking it's Broxton. J- J- yep. oh, that was Dan thinking of his NBA DFS team. That, that's all that was. <laughs> yeah, all. I got them all DFS up, man. It, yeah. I got them all DFS up. But now nah, it's a great point, Dave. It, it, it really is. I, I, I'm a firm believer that he will get in. Uh, Mr. Tossi, any any belief that Jimmy Rollins will never get in the Hall of Fame? I was, by the way, I was on the first base line, maybe about 20 rows up on that hit. And yeah. it was maybe oh. one, it was one of my top five experiences ever in that. I, I agree. It was incredible. It was, awesome. it was incredible. I mean, everybody, the people I were with were just jumping up and down, you hugging each other. It. Like, it, like yeah, the Eagles you, just won the Super Bowl or something. It was yeah. it was incredible. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, listen, um, Dan went through some some crazy stats. I mean, there are some others when you compare against people that, you know, like Barry Larkin and Ozzie Smith are more, you know, kind of his generation and, and kind of fielding percentage like him. Jimmy Rollins has more – Jimmy Rollins has more runs, doubles, triples, home runs, RBI – and a better fielding percentage than Ozzie Smith. Think about that for a second. That is just incredible. I mean, you know, and he only ranks um, in fielding percentage. I think he only ranks second in, in uh, over a ten-year period to uh, to. Um, Miskell. Uh, I think it's Alamore. Is it Alamore? Uh, Alamore is uh, the second baseman. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
But uh, you know, and it might might be Larkin. Yeah. I don't know. You know, but he I mean he just different. When you talk about him defensively, he was just incredible and dynamic, and he was a leader, and he he had passion, and you know all those things that you talk about with the eye test that that go along with his stats. Um, you know, I don't think it'll be this year on his first try, but I do agree that one day he should join the greats in Cooperstown. I mean, he's the best Philly. Uh, shortstop of all time, and we were like, I'm, Tone, I have him in my top three Phillies of all time. I, I think he'll get there someday, probably maybe in about three years. But won't, um, what, isn't there something that's going to keep Rodriguez from getting in there this year? He had some baggage uh, to right. go along with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's going to take some votes away. That, that's all I was getting at. Right, right. Yeah. I, 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 we, 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 I, one of these days we're going to play in, I, I, we need to do a steroid error show. I'm a huge proponent of these guys getting huge. I, 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 I'm sorry. I don't care if you know you talk only because you're you're allowing a commissioner to be in there. Bud Selig, he was the guy that fueled the entire era. So why is he in and they're not? So I still think you know. Again, it's going to be a topic to open up a lot of different opinions. When I say Barry Bonds is the goat, I don't care how much juice he had in him. Doesn't matter. Okay, take skill to hit a ball that far and to understand what's coming at the plate. I don't care. So, but again, to get over for that because that's going to open us up to a whole new other. <laughs> We're going to be getting out of here in a minute. But Nicky Nuts, J Roll, man, what what you got? I think he's definitely a Hall of Famer. I don't know about him getting in this year, like uh, Dave said. Right, but dude, you never had to worry about his defense. You never had to worry about. Um, his connection with the city because that was always there. The only knock he has is he didn't run the first base when he popped out. That's the only real knock, and everybody does it now, and it drives me bonkers. I'm old school when that comes. It drives me bonkers. But, dude, every game he was there. He was there leading off, and he got us ready to play every single game. And we always talk about the Flyers. We talk about the uh, Eagles, about slow starts. He always started off the game with either a huge hit or an awesome walk that turned into a run. And that was their ultimate success when they went for the World Series is the fact that they could produce runs. And and they had great pitching, of course. But he, he he's, without a doubt, he is definitely a Hall of Famer. And I don't, like... Dave said, I don't know about this year, but I, I definitely I definitely think he belongs. He's one of my top five uh Phillies of all time. So so me and Nick are saying top three, you got top five. And that's another another yeah. you know, because right, I don't care how many times it's been done. It, we're all different personalities and everybody's unique. So I love to hear people's, you know, not I won't say Mount Rushmore, but just who their favorite is, right? Who who's on their list. And that's interesting because you say top five and they say top three. So I'll be very curious to see who's on everybody's top five uh as well. But Fuji checking in. What's up, Fuji? Was it Broad Street South uh, Broad Street South? brother my man thanks for checking in as always but nikki knots we're, we're gonna be getting out of here but i got something special right so before we get out of here again let us thank again for steam pub for obviously should be hosting us right now but hosting us remotely you, you know you see steampub.com go check them out again follow them on all social formats we will be there live in the flesh next week God willing, as always. Uh, so make sure you come out. Make sure you check them out. And please th- let them know the heat ratio boy sent you as well. Uh, let, real fast, Andre checking in says, 
Uh, Hall, Jimmy is a Hall of Famer without question. You don't know baseball <laughs> if you think differently. Andre, 100%. Now, Nick, before we get out of here, this is a comment, and this is one of my boys. This is one of my boys from back in the day, my man Duffy. All right, he says, the Bucks will beat us by 40. We can barely score against a you-know-what Washington team, okay? I love, this is my boy. So all I want you to do, Nick, is is I want to, number one, I, I want to say our outro, and I want to give you, you to give him an Eagles chant to, to, to take us out on this show. So, again, thank everybody from Nick, from the other Nick, from Dave, from Dan, from myself, from Al on remote, from Andre on remote, from Drum on remote, right, from Jay on remote, everybody who could be here that can't be here. Again, COVID is real. Everybody, again, stay safe, stay healthy. And Nick. Tell him what you got, brother. First of all, Mr. 40, um, when you get into playoffs, everything changes. And the Eagles have the passion of the city of Philadelphia. Everybody loves this city that comes in here far and wide. Why? Because we are Philly. They see our passion. They see our drive. And I just got one, two, three touchdowns for you. Let's go steam next week, baby! Woo!